everyone. How are you? Jane here from Your Weight Loss. Today, we're, it's, a, it's a good one. We're talking about lifestyle mismatch. Um, so I think you're going to get some um, inside scoop in our relationships and how how our lifestyles with our partners are, are we're, they're, they're not a perfect match. No. Juicy. Juicy stuff. It's how juicy. are you? I'm so good. How are you? I'm good. It's only 9.30 a.m. and I'm already done my second coffee. How will I survive? I haven't even had one yet. Oh, wow. You're really dedicated to this calorie deficit day. I really am doing tons of what when I'm really dedicated to a good calorie deficit day. I love to start my day with a full thing of water. This bad boy and moving your body as well. Look at that. Um, yeah, that's a that's a good bottle there. I think I'm going to buy those. Um, can I be honest? I've been um, the people will love this. I the, the people love when we struggle. No, but they love when uh, we're not perfect and we are human as well. Um, and, and guys, we certainly are. Um, and you'll learn this in this uh, podcast. But so this was an in-between week for me and I could have had the opportunity to really be good and really like, you know, not take bites and whatever. And I just didn't choose that at all. And so I am actually, I'm going to, I don't like the word struggling. I am choosing not to create deficits. It's like, not to create a like a massive deficit where I still had the opportunity. Like okay. opportunity was there. Like it's like, it's also my period week. Therefore my care, my care level is very low. It's minus two on 10. Okay. <laughs> my patience is legit. Like, and I feel it in my body, how I am like zero patient. Everything annoys me. Okay. Every, like everything annoys me. Um, like, and I have to like talk myself out of it, like of the, of like freaking out. You know what I mean? Less patience with the kid. And I'm like, I'm like a, I, I, I think, and I've been told by a friend, actually a friend visited and she's like, holy shit, you have a lot of patience. There's so much talking and your talking is so calm. She's like, I don't know. And I'm like, so I'm like, oh, and then, um, I like, that's a, like, that's a fun fact that someone else coming that's in. Nice. That. Yeah, it is yeah. a nice thing. Yeah. And then she's like, yeah, Jeff said the same thing. I'm like, what? Jeff said something nice. <laughs> um, <laughs> and then Jeff is not, not that he says something mean. He just doesn't say anything. I know. And people like, you got to really know Jeff to know, to know that it's just not his vibe. It's not his style. He will not give me a compliment other than like, girl, you look fine. Like he will, this is his compliment. Let's go have sex. Like it's always sex related. Anything that's nice from Jeff is always like, oh, those pants. Like what is wrong with them? Oh my God. Uh, like, you, and I know, you know, cause obviously mm -hmm. you feel it's the same way. Um, he'll say, mama. he'll compliment me physically mm -hmm. a lot. Uh, but for him to be like, you're thank you for cleaning the thing like that's not his vibe like he's like he's just like whatever anyways moving on so he um yeah he apparently when I was not there she's like holy crap Jose has a lot of patience and she's like yes I don't know how she does it sometimes but he has he he has less patience with the kids than I do okay I'm more like they have feelings yeah what if they want to do this what yes. if they have this like I'm all about like, let's make sure they feel safe and warm and fuzzy inside at all times. I mean, I'm kind of the same and I definitely Oh, have more you patience. are more than kind of the same. You're next level. <laughs> oh, children, let's all hold hands. I'm like even less than you for sure. Oof. 
Um, I think also for me, it's about, um, I'm like, um, proactive. Like if I talk to them kindly and we have a nice convert, like things don't escalate. People don't get mad. There's not screaming. We're like talking it, talking it through. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I'm also like, oh, I'm also that parent that's like, they want to do something annoying. But I'm like, it's annoying for you, not for them. So then I'm like, okay, how can I push aside that emotion of being annoyed and be like res- resonate or be just resonate towards it's like, okay, example. I want to go to the park and we're like right next to the park. Then I'm like, oh, I have to watch you and I have to like, you know what I mean? Like basically I have to be your parent. It's so interesting how my thought goes. Um, but then I'm like, okay. Yes, you can go. And they're like, yay, whatever. And then I'm like, it's very annoying. I'm very annoyed by this, but I'm going to push that emotion aside and replace it with they're going to be happy. It's past this time. (laughs) I am just not made for this, like that part of um, being a parent. Yeah. Young stage. And as much as you say, like, I'm so patient, I think that you do like more things like that for your kids than I do. Like, yeah. I'll be like, nope, not talking to you. Figure, Like, I'm not kidding. Like, I'll be like, nope, go, go figure it out. Yes. Yeah. I'm more like, uh, yeah, I'm too, sometimes I'm involved in their conversation when I should Abs- be. Absolutely. 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 Not. Like, yeah. I'm not playing with you on the floor. I'm not pushing you on a swing. <laughs> Judge I love that about want, you, but I'm, I'm just not, I'm faking yeah, no. it. Yeah, no. And you're not hiding it. And no. as I'm not the person that's like, yes, eat this veggie. Like, yeah. I'm just like, okay, it's fine. <laughs> Don't eat the vegetables. Um, okay. It's, I think it's so good. And at the end of the day, we're just so happy because we're being authentic and we're just being ourselves. Absolutely. Okay. Back to important things. Um, Okay. So that's, that's just to say like last meeting was the in-betweens and we talked about, you know, you have in-betweens to make them, you know, make them work. And I'm having an in-between week where I'm just managing. I'm managing, I'm, I'm being transparent. So I'm getting on the scale. I know exactly what it's saying and I'm choosing it. So I feel like last week's topic or last, not maybe not last week, but last, last, um, podcast, it was like a mix of you're in control, do whatever, And just that's the most important message always like you are in control. So if you want to choose a surplus or if you end up in a surplus, it's because you chose it. Yeah. You're not like, oh, it's my period week. So I must eat 87 ice cream bars. Absolutely not, Alicia. I chose 87 ice cream bars. It's what I wanted. I didn't choose a calorie deficit this week. um, And I made peace with it. And it's like it's and there's other um there's a learn, there's always learning. So when you are in control and you're creating that deficit and you're like, wow, this is an amazing week. Like those weeks where you're like, wow, I'm down. I feel good. I'm like in control. There's a learning there of like, I can do hard things. I can, you know, I am fully in control. I know what my body needs to create a deficit. There's tons of experiences behind that. The experience that I'm living right now is I'm trying to really embrace the lifestyle, the the lifestyle of, of investing in a few pounds and seeing, do I like that lifestyle? And the, the, I guess the, I don't want to say number, but the feeling it gives me. Yep. Um, anyways, obviously I'm going to share all of this with our members on my Friday maintenance. Um, but I'm like in this journey right now. I like it. So Jose goes live live on our community group every Friday and she debriefs about her maintenance journey. And I think it's so powerful because, um, 
you, I mean, everyone, I'm sure you learn something every single time you listen. I personally do. I love it. Um, and you're so transparent, which is so refreshing, but, um, I, I just love the focus on maintenance, like the convert, like a full conversation every single week about maintenance. So realizing what it's like to maintain, what it looks like, what it feels like, what it smells like. It's, it's so powerful. And we appreciate your vulnerability. Um, in Here's all the things you're, you really are so open uh, yeah. about your numbers and your feelings and, uh, it's helping others learn. And my choices, like I'm all, like it always ends up like there's never, I've never done a live where I'm like, I don't know what's happening. Like there's no radiatrilo. Uh, radiatri, that's a big word. Basically that's like just, I, I'm always like, there's always something to learn in my lives, whether you're on maintenance or not. I think that what people can really resonate with every single person, whether they're on maintenance or not, is really the like, shit, it's not perfect. Holy Mac. Like you have to keep choosing what you want all the time. And what you're choosing today might not be what you choose tomorrow. And it keeps, uh, there's always like so much adjusting and conversations. And anyways, I've been doing it now for over, it's almost been like 14, 15 months. Never missed a Friday, except that one Friday I was drunk. Remember that one Friday? I was oh like too drunk gosh. to do a live. People oh wanted me to do gosh. it. That one Friday in my life that I was ever drunk, but I did it on the Saturday instead. Yeah. I just like love because I have different thoughts every week. Anyways, I just feel like people need to um, learn how to reflect. I think that's what I teach them most. Like you need to stay connected. The importance of staying connected. Yeah. yeah. Um, well, I look forward to that live on Friday to get all of your thoughts. And uh, I do. I am enjoying oh this, gosh. Jose, who is... Val valuing experiences a little bit more than yeah. than a certain number and uh, I think that she's super fun. I also like that she got drunk this summer. Ah. Um <laughs> yeah, I'm I for sure am more lifestyle focused right now than number focused. And yep. uh I'm more like what is the like cuz this is it you guys. Like this is and and again, this is the lifestyle that I want today. It might not be the one I want in September. It might not be the one I want in January. Like, and that's the like no drama approach. It's like, but what do I want right now? What's the lifestyle? And I'm kind of like testing the waters and like with that lifestyle and it's giving me this feeling, can they coexist? Do I need to, tr you know, switch it up a little bit? How's my, what's the word I use that I like? Um, my intuition or my, um, Oh, that was a good word that I used a couple uh, lives ago, but I'm really like, okay, you're, when I went to my camping trip and I'm not tracking anything, I have no clue how much I'm eating, but I'm like really going with my, I want to, it's not intuition. It's another one. And I'm like, okay, it's paying off. It's working. Cause I stayed within the same number. So right now I'm like instincts. really going with instincts. What are my instincts telling me? What is my, what is like when I'm yeah. living in the moment, is it saying like, you're too full? you ate, you ate too much. Like you're, you're feeling stuff. Like I'm really going with that. And I'm like, Hey, it's serving you well. And if it's like, if my instincts are you, you know, you should be in a deficit right now and I'm not in a deficit, then it's not serving me. It, you know, my body's not agreeing. So I need to like tweak my awareness. Anyways. Okay. So this one's about lifestyle mismatch. Okay. Do you, okay. How are we going to start? How are we going to, okay. Let's just talk about kind of like what I mean, most people probably listening know mostly what your lifestyle is. Why don't you share what Jeff's lifestyle is? I love this. Okay. So this, uh, I guess, concept came to me when I was listening to You Are Not Broken, which is a sex podcast. And she talks about the fact that the most common with the people that go see um, therapists about their cup, like their, their couple, their relationships, they have a 
not pleasure mismatch, but a, the what's the word for wanting it? Like the want, the desire. They have a desire mismatch between their partner. And I thought, what a good way to, to like, what a good conversation. And obviously anything that I listen to, I always relate to weight loss and, and lifestyle and whatever. So I'm like, man, is that ever true with also wanting to lose weight and having a lifestyle mismatch with your partner and how that can affect um, your journey, your personal journey, right? And so there was that part where she says most, she says like legit over 90% of people that are struggling with their sex life uh, is because they have a desire mismatch with their partner. So the partner wants it seven times a day. You want it seven times a year. That's a mismatch of, of, of the desire piece of wanting sex or whatever. And both need to compromise. Like that was a big part of the conversation she was having, like both need to compromise, but also you need to really go, you need to work with you first. Like you need to like figure out what, what, how can you, where can you meet up the other person? Um, okay. So Jeff and I for sure have a lifestyle. Like we're not matchy matchy. Everything's not perfect. And I really like, if I'm looking around with my friends or whatever, um, I think that it's either one is being more driven towards the other. Maybe they don't want that lifestyle, but they don't even know they don't want that lifestyle because they've been with their partner for so long. So they are very matchy matchy, but just because they kind of have to one compromise. I truly believe that. I think that, you know, if both people, let's say are overweight and are living that lifestyle of eating out and, and, you know, um, eating every night chips and whatever, it might not be what both of them actually want, but it's like one is being really drawn to the other. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. yeah. I, and I do think that probably when I think about my friends too, I think not like, I think it's very rare that, it, that it's a, this perfect lifestyle match. Right. But don't you feel like some are being like, I wonder, are we only in that vibe or in that space? Because we're looking at, at a lens of weight loss and health related, related, but tons of people both are not like some aren't like tons of couples aren't trying to lose weight. And, right. and like, and so, but the wife, often the wife is the one that's like, I'd love to lose weight. And then, but they feel like they can't because of their partner. Exactly. That, that, that's a huge point. And we get asked this all the time, but like, right. but how do you do it if your partner is not on board? Um, so, so it's almost like saying like, I'm having sex every day, but I don't want sex every day. So how do I have that conversation that like, I'd really like to go towards this lifestyle. This is more what I want. That's a hard conversation. It is. So it's it's and the same with your, your partner. And the whole, the sex conversation versus the health conversation that says sex is you have to do it together every time. Right. So there's more compromise there. I really think that there needs to be less compromise when there is a lifestyle mismatch. I like that. I agree. I agree. There needs to be mutual respect um, uh, for people, for, for the couple and, and person, people that want to do a certain thing. But like, if I want to eat salad, Neil doesn't have to eat salad. Yeah. Let's okay. So but let's if I want to have sex, yeah. I have to have sex with Neil. Right. I mean, you know I what mean, I mean? You can do it. I mean, <laughs> uh, but yes, no, absolutely. Uh, yes. one. That's a great point. Um, okay. So let's go to Jeff and I. So I think if we go back and also what's important is where, 
who we are today and where we are today, it stems from where we started. So I think it'll be good for you to, you know, you met Neil at an overweight weight. Um, and so you had a certain lifestyle that you decided to change after. Whereas I, from the get go was always different than Jeff. Does that make sense? Yeah. So I met Jeff in high school, already in high school, I am focused on health and my weight. Right. So I am already like, I'm different than I was back then, but he met me at, and I met him at a point where he knows that I, we're not going to go to the restaurant every single day. I am health focused. I am. So he met me with that, like with that, that personality, si tu veux, or that uh, priority. So, but he never changed. Like he never was like, okay, I'm hopping on this salad eating, uh, whatever. He just kept his own thing. And I think that the, why this is not as hard as someone that has been with their spouse for 10, 20 years. And all of a sudden they're like, I'm going this route. You stay where you are and that's fine. Like we actually grew our relationship not eating the same thing, like, because he didn't want to change to like, I was doing it and I didn't, I was just doing, we like have always just done our own thing, to be honest. Um, I've always moved my body. He was not someone that moved its body. So we have a lifestyle mismatch where like, we don't move our bodies together. And like, we're not both gym goers and we're not both like macro counters. Like think of those couples, those like yeah. couples that are like, both of them are very like focused on the exact same thing. Yeah. Um, we're not those couples. Like you're not that couple either. No. Okay. I have a question. Do you think it would be easier and let's go like extreme. Let's think of people who like are, are bodybuilders who are tracking, counting macros. Do you think it is, is easier to be successful with that? If your partner is doing the exact same thing. Uh, it's so hard to be in that mindset because the le the language in my mind is like, nah, just let me be though. Like in my mind, I like don't care what other people do, but I know I need to like put myself, I don't think that that mindset is common right now. I think yeah. that most people think that they need their spouse to do the same thing because their spouse is part of their environment. Yes. And so I understand that when we say you need to set up your environment in a way where you, that will enhance your chances of being successful. Absolutely. And your spouse is a huge part of your environment. Like, and I get that. Um, what I would find hard would be if my spouse was this crazy fitness person and that's not what I want. Okay. And I'd be like, oh, like you're so annoying with your chicken and your broccoli, you know what I mean? Yeah. So it, that would annoy me as much as, as Jeff eating Ritz and peanut butter. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's almost like I don't, what I need from you is not eating. Cause I don't value a meal plan. So for me, like, I don't care what you eat, but I need for you to have the same language than me and yeah. have the same. That's it's what like, I value most. It's the values and the and the yeah. res mutual respect that's important. Um, okay, as you were talking, I was thinking. So I think that if I wanted to count my macros or even if I, I don't know, would it be easier for me to do what I do if Neil did the exact same thing as me? Maybe while I was at home. But like, let's think about this. I don't just sit at home. If you go to work. There's the people at work, there's coworkers, there's treats, uh, your friends, your family, uh, like not your immediate family. So 
here's where I struggle is when people say, well, if my husband was on board, it would be easy. And that's just putting too much, too many eggs in one basket. That's just saying like, and sorry, it's not. You're you're putting, no, you're putting the pressure on someone. You're putting the, someone else's choices as too much of a priority on your journey, like too much of like, it's too, you're putting the relate, the responsibility of your journey and your success on someone else's choices. Cause I'm sorry, you could join with your partner and then shoes, this it, never mind. Like I don't, you know? And so that's why I'm like, I'm, I'm not putting any, like anything that I'm eating or not eating or whatever is not on Jeff. Nope. And whether I'm moving my body or not moving my body, it's not on Jeff. Nope. So I'm not relying on him supporting me or uh, motivating me. And and that's where I'm like, "Mm, I don't like those words. It's It's the words. I totally agree. And I'm also having a moment where I'm thinking about people who live in a relationship where actually the husband is maybe a health nut, fitness, whatever. And maybe the wife is struggling with their weight. Look at that situation. So like, you know what I mean? Like, like, oh, this husband is, is only eats lettuce and broccoli, but, but she is still struggling with her weight. So there is no perfect situation. So, you know, I guess, I mean, the thing is, is stop waiting for your spouse to be on board in order for you to make change. And is it possible for you to be healthy and live with someone that's not? Absolutely. Okay. Tell me about, let's, I want to ask you a question. So Neil is overweight. Yeah. Neil kind of does his own thing. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so I, love he's it. Just, I, I mean, it is what it is. So yeah. you are living, you chose, so you are both overweight. You chose, I don't want this life anymore. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you chose that. Okay. Do you find that, do you miss sometimes, like when you look at him kind of like eating the chips at night or doing whatever, do Tell people, people struggle with that. They're like, oh, it's so hard watching him eat chips and whatever. Tell, bring us through the thought process of Alicia's brain, living with someone that really is just like eating the things they want. Do you miss that part of, of having, you know, of being overweight where there's just like, Tell Never. me everything. Tell us everything. I mean, and on, honestly, when Neil and I first started dating, he was only uh, like he he wasn't really even overweight. Like he would have been in the overweight category probably, but he was like I was certainly way more overweight than him at the beginning of our relationship. Okay. I remember one time we were traveling in New Zealand and he like ran out of pants and he I gave him my jeans. Like he wore my jeans for the rest of the trip. I love him. <laughs> So much that he wasn't like, I'm not wearing your jeans. Like, you know what I mean? He's like, sure. Thank you. And actually my belt now that I think about it. And he had that belt for like four, like maybe six years. I was like, please get a new belt. (laughs) Oh my God. That's funny. Um, And now there's like almost like, there's like 90 pounds difference between us now. The other way. You know what I mean? Right. Um, But I, I don't know. I never look at him and and feel sorry for myself that I'm not doing what he's doing because I, I'm ch- I choose every single day I choose what I do and maybe it's because I'm not on a meal plan that says no chips that I know that if I really want chips I can eat chips and like legit sometimes I do. He's like want some chip like legit he eats it probably almost every night. Every once in a while he'll ask me if I want something. I probably eat at night once every two months. And I'd be like, yeah, actually I do. I want some popcorn right now. You know, and it's like, I'm just choosing it. Um, 
Do you think it's because you were so focused on, and obviously this is what we recommend uh, our members, is to focus on who you want to be and you didn't start losing weight because you were overweight? Like that wasn't the language. It's like, I'm losing, I want to change the way I feel. I want, this is, I no longer want to be the person that eats chips every night. So you're not jealous of him because that's not who you want to be. Exactly. And I also think it's because I live a life where I do not feel deprived. I treat myself. I right. just prioritize what and when I do treat myself. So I, I zero feel deprived. So like when we go eat out at a restaurant and he orders a burger with a poutine, I'm not like, oh, mommy, I can't eat that. I, I ask for a bite, a two, and I'm and I feel great. And who I want to be is who I want to be. So I don't find it hard at all, actually. Do you think that you wanting to be healthy affects him in any way? Like, as in, like, do you think it annoys him? Do you think I you're annoying? I mean, I'm definitely annoying. Yeah. But as far as that, I don't think so. No. Um, and I also, like, I'm I'm the primary organizer of food and I cook the food. Um, and I do it in a way that everyone's needs are met. Like, right. he would never complain. Yeah. No, I also do it in a way where everyone's needs are met. So I'm not yeah. like, as in like, he doesn't care if I don't eat the same thing. Like that was never a part of the deal with me. Mm -hmm. Like it was never, and he doesn't want to eat like I eat. So why would I eat like what he eats? I don't want to eat what you eat. So like, I'm like, and I keep it so simple. And I'm just like, here, you didn't want to eat what I made for myself. Um, I made you this. And it's just not a, it's just burger. not a thing. It's not a thing at all. We, we live our lives. We coexist. We do so much together, but we don't have to eat the same thing every moment of every day. And you know what? I also don't need to eat the same portion that he eats. Like no, exactly. sometimes we will choose the same, but I'll have a half or even a quarter of the portion that he ate. So yeah. there's all kinds of things that you can do. Yeah, absolutely. Because when I say I don't eat the same thing as Jeff, it's not because what he eats is bad. It's, yeah. not, it's, it's because what he eats for me to still have what I want and my goals, I would have to eat a quarter of it. And I am very, I value volume. So because I value volume, then I switch the type of like, that's just me being me and also prioritizing what I value. So that's, what's important as well. Right. There's nothing bad. There's no bad food or good food. It's just, okay, how can I get my goals and, and my values together? How can they, how can they, uh, coexist? And just conversations with your spouse as well, like setting the expectations, you know, Neil's so supportive of when I leave to move my body. Yeah. Um, he doesn't need that time. Perfect. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Like Jeff is starting to like move his body and I'm like, how dare you? Um, because it takes time. And I'm like, no, no. And you can't um, leave the so kids alone. So you've been together for 19 years. I'm like, you've never really put until yeah so one day the kids will be able to be alone and we can either move our bodies together or separately and it's not the end of the world to go for a walk because Dio will be 12 one day that's gonna happen one day um one day but um I think the support I need is not physical like do something with me eat like me do it for me it's nothing physical the support I need is for the language we're going to use in our home and that is what I need to set up as an environment. And I think that that is what's not being valued enough right now is people want physical, like do this for me. Tell me what to do. Tell like, do it with me. Don't it's buy chips. Here. Yeah. Don't buy chips. I'm like, what? No, I just need you to not, uh, ask me and push me. You can ask me, but I, when I when I say no, it's no, or there's ways for you. And also there's steps. Step one might be, uh, can we not buy chips this week? 
Like, you know what I mean? Because I can't handle it. And I'm just wondering if you're open to that <laughs> suggestion. Uh, next step could be, can we not buy ketchup chips? Because they're my favorite. The next step could be, I actually don't care about your chips. You know what I mean? Like, go go and do your thing. And you know what? Like, no one needs chips. But anyways, I'm just putting that on the table. Um, but maybe the, he won't even care that there are, are no chips. Yeah, I guess like at the end of the day, if you feel yourself living in a relationship that is a lifestyle mismatch and you feel like that is one of the reasons that is holding you back from being successful, then we need to remind you that you are the boss of your life. And what we recommend you do is have a conversation with your spouse. Yeah. Um, and, and that's a conversation will be needed. You guys, you cannot do this secretly. Like, don't do this. This is a part, like they are a huge part of your environment. And even with your children, like there's, it's not about changing their life because you're trying to change yours. It's maybe changing the language. So, um, you know, making sure that you have the proper language not, you don't have to model and you don't have to do anything with them. They don't have to change anything in their lives, but little opportunities to start changing the language could make a big difference. And the changes that you should be making should be so incremental that maybe right. your husband and kids won't even notice. If you're right. making a change that your husband notices, yes, maybe it's too much of a change all at once. Right. Just a thought. Um, so, uh, sorry, I was like, uh, distracted. Um, okay. So basically this was such a common question with the partner and with the whatever. And at the end of the day, do not compare with my marriage, Alicia's relationship, because you need to really go into your own and say, okay, what are we willing to work on? Um, and what do I value right now? How can I feel like we're going forward with like, we're going a step forward towards me feeling more supported or more, um, towards me, but wanting who I want to be. But that's, that's, what's hard about this. You guys is because, you know, we're, we're really telling you be who you want to be. And it's going to be difficult for your partner if you're starting to change drastically who you want to be. So start little like, okay, I've been doing that. I, I want to, I think I want to do this a little bit more. And so, and, and explain to them that you're not doing it just for the weight loss part that it's like, I just like, don't feel good when I do, when I eat chips every night anymore. Like, don't be like, can't eat chips anymore. I'm weighing in on Saturday. Like, don't use that language. Okay. How your spouse and your environment perceives your journey is huge. And so the language you're using and the words you're using is, is what's going to be put out there in the universe. So make sure that you uh, watch that and you, you are aware of it. Language matters. And you can still have those amazing experiences with your spouse. You still yeah. go on date night with Jeff. Neil and I still go drinking with our friends all the time. And yeah. I can still balance that and my healthy lifestyle. So remember that you don't have to give up all those fun things that you do with your spouse at all to be a healthy person. Right. Okay, you guys, this was fun. This was that they got all the, all the, I feel like they'll be able to be like, okay, I'm not alone. And I can, I can also have conversations. And I mean, you shouldn't be scared of having a conversation with your husband. Like, you know what I mean? Like, this is the one person in this world that we should be able to be honest and open and whatever, because like, we're like, we've chosen to live life together. Um, and that's a hard task on its own. So I just feel like being yourself is how you're going to be truly happy. And it can only bring good things to your marriage, you guys. And, and explain to them why. 
Not yeah. just, I want to lose weight. I want to yeah. feel better. I want to have more energy. Like really think, figure out why you want to make these yeah. small changes and yeah. not weight loss. All right. As always, please, 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 please share our podcast, like it, subscribe, do all the things. Come see on, come see us on social media. We appreciate you listening to us. We hope you love our content. We love talking. So see you soon, you guys. Bye. Bye.